I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday after a long weekend, which is, it's tough. It's tough. It's not great. I'm not going to lie, but we're here, so we're doing what we got to do. The good news is, is that we had an incredible weekend. I know, and and those memories should carry us through. Yeah, I believe it's what the kids call core memories. Right? Core memories this weekend, right? What are core memories? Are they what they, I think they are, or is it an intrusive thought? No, no, no. You obviously, and I know that you haven't seen it yet, and I don't know why, that you haven't seen Inside Out, the Pixar movie. Right. So that's what it's from. Okay. Like, basically, the movie takes place inside the brain of a young girl. Okay. And all the different characters. Don't char- spoil it, because I really do want to see it. All the different characters are her different emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Mindy Kaling is, like, the grumpy one. And they, like, facilitate her brain on a day-to-day basis. And memories come in, and they're different colors based on what color the memory is, if it's happy, you know. And then, every now and then, a golden one will come through to the factory, and it's a core memory. And it's usually like, you know, an iconic, you know, day outside with her dad. Like a core memory. So a core memory is basically like things, moments that you will truly remember forever. They're usually family oriented. Yeah. Um, and so we had a bunch of core memories this weekend. Yeah, this weekend was a core memory. No, like. That's actually the perfect way to put it. One thing I really pride myself on is like I could be on the most amazing vacation. Like glamorous luxurious but I'm never like one who's not ready to go home like once it's time to go like I'm ready you know me I'm a homebody I'm ready to go home she's on the first flight out always like even if it's the best trip ever I'm never sad to go home because right. like you're home, never lingering no I've never experienced as deep and as dark a depression that I have experienced in the last 24 hours like it was a combination of like it being such a great weekend rolled and just like the weather like so many other factors that like I actually cried when I got home which is an unhinged thing to do yeah I was crying in my bed that's really sad I'm glad that you had such a great weekend as did I it was just we we needed it it was and also it was such a great weekend for a million reasons but I also think another reason why it was we worked so hard last week we were doing podcast 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 we even podcast our first day of vacation which is a gorgeous stunning episode if you didn't listen to it because you're like oh they're off like it's not gonna be the same it's incredible it's so good we also did it outside on like the porch which was such a good call because there was no wind it wasn't like intrusive but every now and then you heard a a chirp of a bird the 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 sound of a leaf the mist of the sunscreen yeah it was really um audio experience it was an audio experience it was asmr if there was ever like the potties you know like audio podcast outstanding outstanding performance in audio engineering i think our episode of joseph stalin like you've never seen her before could qualify a hundred percent plus it's funny as ever yeah we were being great and i'm I'm just depressed it was so nice to have a relaxing weekend after that like no work we were all just reading hanging it was good family fun it was plus the sunshine plus the rolled plus the rolled he makes everything more special here's my takeaway from the weekend (laughs) waking up in the same house as rolled greater than not waking up in the same house as Rold. Like, yeah. there's something about going to bed and giving Rold a kiss and then waking up and giving Rold a kiss. And I said to Claudia, it sounds like you want a baby. No, that's <laughs> not it. Even though I did take another pregnancy test this morning. Oh, I because, was so disappointed. Oh, you took another one this morning? My period is eight days late. That's crazy. Which is nuts. And I'm not like the most regular girly, but eight days is a lot. But I have experienced a shift in diet. And I spoke to everyone about losing 15 pounds. I'm probably down That's, to 13 now because of the weekend. But, right. Um, yeah. That'll I, do it. You know, like that'll shift. Yeah. Change in diet will change your period. But so I'm not like super concerned. But um, I did take a pregnancy test this morning. And it was a negative. It was a little clock. And then it was like, nope. Nope. Sorry, nope. rolled. Sorry, rolled. No cousins for you. Not today. You're stuck with Kayler. 
Not today. Not today, Rold. Not today. Now, for those who don't know who Rold is, I, we, we just, it's like a new iteration of Harry's name. And it's ha- Rold for Harold. Of course. Even though his name is not Harold. But he is named after our grandpa Harold, so. Right. And his name should be Harold. We're honestly um, honoring our late grandfather by using Rold. 100%. Every time I say it, I feel immediately I'm sure connected. I'm they called him that back in the day. 100%. No, every time we call him Rold, I think of Rold Dahl. Yeah, which isn't great given the anti-Semitism, but... Um, right to fire children. Right book. to fire children. <laughs> and some things are just out of our control, you know? You can't control everything. No, you really can't. Everything's not going to be perfect. No, but... It is what it is. It is what it is. I hope everyone had as great of a weekend as we did and is, you know, easing back into... Federal holidays are tough, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Not to get into the days of the week again, but that's <laughs> what we do here. I think having the holiday on a Monday sucks because... Nobody, I don't feel like anyone actually forced yesterday. No, the they fourth thing was happening over the weekend. And yesterday, everyone was just like getting back to today. Like, I think the best day the holiday weekend, the holiday could be on. Tuesday. Tuesday or like Wednesday. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. The whole week is off. Well, so Wednesday, yeah. Do you, okay, if the holiday's on Wednesday, do you take the vacation Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. I don't know. It's fun to play around and think about it. Well, I guess we'll find out in two years. (laughs) Unless there's a leap year schedule. So what's next? What's next holiday? Labor Day? That's our next federal moment? Yes, but it's different. Like, July 4th is like everybody takes a long weekend. Actually, Labor Day is always a Monday, though. Yeah, no, Labor Day is good. And then we have Columbus Day, which people have, have boycotted. And I believe in and and support the movement but i just don't think we, we should be getting rid of a federal, federal holiday. holiday off the calendar no i think that's a huge mistake and i think people are now rebranding it for indigenous people's day which totally works but as long as we don't take our eyes off the focus <laughs> of not losing a federal holiday like, i agree people are becoming like Columbus. we're losing sight of what's important <laughs> the federal holiday like i'm here for it i'm here for it like i believe in the movement i support the movement but like at what cost? It's becoming like Columbus Day flex. Yeah. And this is not optional. No, I don't believe in flex uh, federal holidays. No, and there needs to be one federal holiday per month for us to maintain our sanity and have something to look forward is to. Is there? No. We have MLK in January. Mm-hmm. President's February. March? March is that, you know, like how they say in um, like Judaism, it's like a bitter month because yeah. there's no holidays. But is there there's Purim. Easter and Passover? Or is that usually April? Usually April. Okay, there's no... Yeah, March is March. tough. But March is usually spring break for the kids. Okay, okay. Well, I'm not a child, so... But I think you should take spring break. April is Passover and Easter, so we get, like, you know, 75% of the country covered. Um, not all the religions. That's not fair. Um, June, we have... May, we have oh. Memorial Day. Amazing. June, we have Juneteenth. Yes. July 4th. August. August. Sometimes it's Labor Day, sometimes it's September. Yeah, but August is a vacation month in general. That's yeah. when people like go away, do their thing. September, we have a lot of Jewish holidays, so that's... But they're sometimes in October. You that's, can't a win, go by, that's a win for the Jews. You really can't go by religious holidays. No, so there's so no subjective. federal in September. Unless it's Labor Day. And it usually is Labor Day. October... Columbus. Columbus slash indigenous people. Yes. November, Thanksgiving, December, yes. Christmas. Okay, we're, we're pretty okay there. We could use a couple March. More. We could throw one in March and one in August. Yeah, but if you have spring break in March, it's a week. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I used to take those for granted, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Winter I like, break. would sleep the whole time, and it's like, get up and do something. Get your fucking ass up and vacate. 100%. <laughs> vacate. 100%. Um, so, yeah, we're all fighting our slumps right now but that's what the toast is here for to bring you out of that slump and remind you that it's Tuesday already which is a small win it's a small win you guys it's a small win and we have to take these small wins it's a shorter week Mm -hmm. and that's something we have that we'll always have a short week we'll always have a four-day week yeah we'll always have July 4th weekend yeah it was just it was gorgeous what is it the kids are doing um like we do it together like this and this no wait what do they do oh yeah this sorry oh god with the middle finger yeah no, wait. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, wait, no. I don't think you're doing it right. No, I think I am. It's just like a sad, crippled Whatever. heart. Like, cripply. Wouldn't want to be I anybody that's else. A, that's not a good word. No, Sorry. definitely I not. That's not what I meant. Like, crinkled. Yeah, no, but that was an ableist term. Uh, yeah, I sorry, I didn't, I misspoke. She takes it back. I do take it back. We all make mistakes. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Look at Columbus. <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. Um, Okay, so that's really all I had to share. I saw um, a lot of celebrities over the weekend. The Uh, Hamptons was jam-packed with celebs. They were. There are so many stories about Hamptons parties. I was going to say, I saw a lot of movies this weekend. LOL. We did. 
we saw what was it called the girl with the dragon tattoo you guys claudia and i had never seen it before and everyone was like we should watch it it was so twisted very upsetting it was crazy no and like we watched it right before bed which was a big mistake huge i was having nightmares the entire night like in in a deep sweat very upsetting movie. Great performance by everyone involved. Like, movie was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at what cost? My yeah. mental health. Yeah, no, it was crazy. And it was way too late in the evening to be watching something of that nature. And we also watched Girl on a Train with Emily Blunt, which was just, like, weird that we watched two movies, like, Girl, Girl. with... Girl with no job. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that movie was good. Like, not great, but good. I had read the book, and they were different, mm-hmm. so it was fine. And I read a bunch this week, and I read, read the new Emily Giffen um, Meant to Be book, which is, like, loosely based off the Kennedys. You would really like it. I liked it, too. I gave it four stars, or maybe even five it's just important to note that nothing happened in the book but it was still really good like <laughs> okay. someone was like what is this book about i'm like Couldn't it's about you. people and they're living are they meant to be that's a good question huh i don't know i finally finished my book the lost summers of newport maybe if i read it in a timely fashion i would have liked it but by the time i finished it it was just like more nonsense mm-hmm. and i it was good it was fine like whatever i, I don't I don't know. Like, there was three different characters, three different time periods, and, like, some were far superior to others, mm. you know? That's, like, a lot of books is, like, the the template of books, modern books, is, like, story, like, they split it up into, like, either parts or perspectives from different people, and you always end up liking one of the people better, you know? Yeah. The book I'm reading now is, like, I... Just like Girls with Bright Futures. Exactly. Which is perfect segue. New episode of The Redheads dropped a few days early, but also a few days late because I said it was going to drop over the weekend. But it dropped last night. Girls with Bright Futures. We're recapping the book, which we, spoiler alert, all really, really liked. And Claudia joins the episode because she read the book with us. So, you know, she's not a wallflower, I would Mm-mm. say. So she's really, um, she's letting you know her opinions. And as someone who's not a wallflower, I can say with absolute certainty there are absolutely no perks of being a wallflower. But you also wouldn't know. No, I would. You wouldn't. No, I would. For sure. But the episode's really great, so check it out. Even if you didn't read the book, I think you'll like the episode because it's super, like, toasty and steamy. It was really fun. It was really fun. Um, But I'm reading a book now that's, like, perspective of four different women, and they're in a book club. What's a book? I Sounds like my vibe. I know. I cannot remember the name. Yeah, you have a phone. Oh, yeah. But um, I took it from... I've been finding really good recommendations from... KE Book Club, Kenzie Elizabeth. She just okay. like posts. We have the same like style. Yeah. Every now and then she'll throw in something like serious or self help that I don't really. Fuck she with. does a lot of like nonfiction. Yeah, but um, she has good recommendations and for she has like good beach reads. Like if she likes a book, you'll probably like it. If she didn't like it, you probably won't like it. So I go into her Instagram. It's called the KE Book Club, and it's just like helpful books. So this is like my third book I've taken from her. The Breakup Book Club. It's okay. cute. It's fun. It's light. That doesn't sound like my vibe. No. Um, and then also from Help Reads, Margot's friend Emily has a. What do you call a book Insta? A bookstagram. A bookstagram, and I get a lot of good recommendations from her. I'm like, finding book recommendations makes reading not worth it. It's literally so hard. I know. It's so hard, but now that I've gone so long without reading as much as I usually do, I have so many good books, I hope, waiting for me. Also, I, Help Reads looks like a very serious bookstagram, and I was like, Snitch, like, why don't you get a rec for her from her from for the, the redheads. redheads? Like, she clearly, she reads, I think, the most books of anyone that I know, maybe Kenzie Elizabeth, they might be tied. And she did a few months ago, and it was like... What was the book? All Roads Lead Here. You might like it. Mm. Except she was so verbose. Oh, my God. She would not stop writing I words. Can't. It's I like can't. she had a word count to meet. I can't. You know? I can't. No, I, I can't. It was Like, crazy. lengthy books are the death of me. My cross to bear. I won't read a book over 400 pages. But, if you can't get to the then point, you're missing you're missing some good books. Like you wouldn't have read Girls with Bright Futures if I had told you it was over 400 pages. Yeah, and aren't you glad that to have read it? Yes, but if you're an author and you can't get to the point in 400 pages, like maybe you're just not a good writer, and that's on being honest. Okay, but like, what if there's more to the story? Um, Jackie, that is like new merch. Oh that shit! You're, um, okay, like I'll spoiling. flip it over. Oh it's my God, our I'm holiday so collection. Sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm cold. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, you got a sneak peek of our holiday, holiday blanket. blanket. Okay, I flipped it over. Okay. Um, uh, so wait, I had more to say because I started a new book. Hmm. Tom Segura, his book called... I'd Segura. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, I don't know how you say it, but like Segura or like Segura. Yeah, no, I can't say without enunciating every syllable. I'd like to play alone, please. He is a comedian and a podcaster, and I've only recently discovered his work because of his wife's comedy special. Christina P. Christina P, Mom Jeans, and then I was like Googling her, I saw she has a podcast, and it's called Your Mama's House, and it's always <laughs> on the charts, and she does it with her husband, Tom Segura, who's also a po- uh, comedian as well. So they're like this comedian podcasting duo. Love to see and it. And he wrote a book of short stories about 
like himself, but you know, as a podcaster and a parent, mm-hmm. I feel as though I could relate. And I'm already over 40% in it, and it's so fucking funny. I was laughing like throughout the whole weekend while I was reading it. I was sitting next to Jackie while she was reading it, and like every couple of minutes, she was like, this evil, like little. <laughs> that. That. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> So it's really funny. And if you like nonfiction slash a book of funny short stories, it's giving like Gary Gennetti. I love a short story. You would actually really like it. He's really funny. Short stories. Maybe that'll be my next book. Like I really respect the hustle of short stories. Like thank you for getting to the point immediately. If not sooner. You are a short story. I'm literally a short story. Yeah. So it was a great weekend. We're back to work. We've got some fast five. We do. And by the by the time this is over, it's already Wednesday. So so the week is chugging along. Plus, it's a summer weekend. You know, it's gorgeous. It depends on what kind of weather you like. You know, yeah. if you're more it's one of those people who actually appreciates the winter like us, you know, yeah. it's very hard. But that was another key factor of the weekend. While the weather was gorgeous and we were able to swim, even though I did get swimmers here. Also, like, I'm incapable of going on vacation and not coming back with some sort of ailment. Mm. I'm going to the doctor after this. Because of your rash? Did you see my rash? I did. Last time I went to Mexico, I got a rash and I got, like, strep. This time I got swimmers here and another rash. Like, maybe I'm too adventurous for my own good. You just are so outdoorsy. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. So, it's not just me. Like, I always come back with some sort of issue. It's not like I went anywhere mysterious. I went to the Hamptons. Um, there's a lot of mosquitoes out there. Ticks, too. I am worried I might have limes, like, from this bite. Oh, my God. Even though I was Googling pictures of, like, a tick bite versus my rash, and they couldn't be more different. But, of course, a major concern of being it's... in Long Island is Lyme's disease. Yeah. And it wasn't even in the woods, but I, I did go in there a couple times chasing Theo. So, we'll see. Oh, and you guys, the Streis brothers and, had the best time. and their lady love, Magnolia, had the weekend of their lives. It was just, it was one of those vacations that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Joie de vivre. Zest for life. That's us. Zesty is That's well. us. So. Let's jump right in. But before we do, I just wanted to take a moment to send our prayers and our thoughts to the people of Highland Park, Illinois. There was a shooting. There was shootings all over the country and the world this weekend. Um, and it's just so upsetting mm-hmm. to see, like, there is evil afoot. Yeah. Um, and I was looking through stories this morning, and there's just so, so much, much, so yeah. much bad news. And it's so hard to, like, pick mindless celeb news, I know. you know, and focus on it when there's really sad things going on. But we just wanted to take a moment. Um, Send love to our Chicago toasters. Yes. I hope everyone's okay. So now, without further ado, it is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Missouri. Most people think about buying jewelry for occasions only, but Missouri does fine jewelry differently by celebrating every day and not just the big moments. Their high quality pieces are designed for you to wear your way, whatever your taste is, whatever your mood is, and whatever your budget is. Missouri drops new limited edition products every Monday, and they feature responsibly sourced diamonds, recycled 14 karat, solid gold pieces that you can wear in when you sweat you can wear it in the shower you can sleep in it you can discover fairly priced and expertly handcrafted styles to wear and love forever so this summer is the summer of like dainty gold jewelry whether that's bracelets necklaces stacked rings and either you're gonna pay a lot for that which is annoying or you're gonna pay very little and get like green fingers and tarnished items that turn different colors and they turn your skin different colors that's why Missouri is our pick for dainty gold moments because this might be the sign that you need invest a little bit in your dainty gold self, Missouri is there for you. They have all different types of pieces for different styles, whatever your vibe is, whether it's like more boho or more classic, you can find really everything you need at Missouri. If you're looking to um, for a sign to buy yourself the diamond or gold hoops, bracelets, the necklaces, then this is it. Make your own day and go to Missouri.com. That's M-E-J-U-R-I.com, Missouri.com. Check it out. I discovered Missouri from Lauren Elizabeth because she's like the gold dainty queen. Mm. Um, and ever since then, like whenever I'm really looking for something like nice that I know is not going to get ruined, but that's, you know, reasonably priced. Missouri is a one-stop shop and the TikTokers love Missouri. So like Gen Z is very like, it's, talk it's Missouri approved. Yeah. Damn. So for me, you know, an aspiring TikToker, it's huge. Great. Today's episode is also brought to you by Hungry Root. If you're trying to eat a little healthier, feel a little better or have an easier time in the kitchen, we have found the easiest way to do it all. And the secret is Hungry Root. Because sometimes there's nothing easier than just ordering takeout for dinner. It feels easy, but it really adds up. And then on the other hand, just thinking about grocery shopping and having to play the what's for dinner game is exhausting. So if you hate grocery shopping or you simply don't have the time, Hungry Root is here to help. The easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries, simple recipes, all in one place. You'll take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. If you're gluten-free, do you like sweets? They'll keep all of that top of mind for you and start building your cart. Hungry Root will recommend groceries that they think 
think you'll love. You'll take their suggestions or choose what you want from fresh produce, high quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks and sweets, and so much more. You're not just getting your weekly grocery haul, but you can also shop thousands of simple recipes that actually put your food to use. That I think is one of the best parts of Hungry Root. Like you can go to the grocery store, you want to make some dish, and then you get home and realize you forgot half the stuff. No, they'll. you could choose a recipe and they will literally tell you exactly what you need for the recipe so that it all arrives at your house. Like it's so simple and it's so easy. You'll spend less time shopping and cooking and more time enjoying healthy food that you actually love with Hungry Root. And right now, Hungry Root is offering the Morning Toast listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com toast to get 30% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com toast. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. And whether you're gearing up for just like a a busy week with kids and family you're having company come over it's really premium and it'll just make your food life way more efficient and we're all about efficiency here at the morning toast yeah we are our first story ships are coming in are you ready for the latest couple spotted out together mm-hmm. that is sparking joy mm-hmm. chris rock and lake bell fuel romance rumors with dinner date in la this is so random but like so cute and also like why did I just think Chris Rock was, like, married? Yeah, I just assumed. Yeah, like, because he's just, like, an older gentleman. I just assumed he, like, had, a, like, a wife and kids at home. Yeah, he might have at one point. Yeah, no, for sure. But now he's adding fuel to romance rumors with Lake Bell and exclusive pics obtained by t- page six. The by exclusive pics obtained by page six. The pair were spotted leaving a dinner date at Celebrity Hotspot, Giorgio Baldi, in Santa Monica on Saturday night. So, I mean, do people, last time we saw two people going to dinner at Giorgio Baldi, it was Angelina Jolie in the weekend, and I still think they're in business together, <laughs> but I do think this is a relationship. I do too. Which means that they're in business together. hundred percent. I think they're in they're a They're both like really famous private people, mm-hmm. so like, this just feels like, like it's a lot for me to know about Chris Rock, do you know what I mean? Oh, true. I thought you were going to say because they're both very famous private people, this feels right, you know? By the way, for sure. But does anyone else get Lake Bell confused with Liv Tyler? No, I get her confused with Katherine Hahn. How? Because they're always like the supporting funny friend. Well, I always think of, um, but it's she complicated. Does, she does look like Liv Tyler. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. And they, they, for me, they always play the same roles, you know? Oh, that's so funny. No, because like Lake Bell, I'm thinking of like what happens in Vegas. And she's like, that's a Katherine Hahn role. Oh, that's funny. I that's think of- Ka- That's Katherine Hahn in- how to lose a guy in 10 days. Uh, okay, so I think of Lake Bell. I think of How to Make It in America. Mm-hmm. And um, it's complicated where she play, plays Alec Baldwin's like mistress turned wife turned ex-wife. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and, oh, actually, now that I think about it, she's in a lot of Nancy Myers movies. She's Home also again. in Home Again where mm-hmm. she plays that difficult interior design client for Reese Witherspoon. Um, so, yeah, she's like famous but like not a star. She's never like a leading lady. Yeah. Hmm. It ain't right. It ain't right because she's got the chops. Um, but maybe this relationship, we love a relationship that, you know, people are in love, but it also catapults their career. Right. Two Little birds, business one stone. and pleasure. Yeah. So maybe this is the thing. Maybe her next Nancy Myers movie is the lead. And as a society, we could use another Nancy Myers movie stack. Well, I feel like we spoke about this a little while ago, but when the last one was The Intern, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think we spoke about it because we were looking for Nancy Myers movies. No, sorry. The last one was Home Again. Oh, wait. Which one came out first? We could look, but, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Just so, Home Again is from 2017. So that, mm, maybe they were, okay, hold on. Let's, this okay, is so dumb. now <laughs> we just need to scratch the itch. Yeah, the intern The intern movie is from was 2015. Oh, I was going to say 2015. So the last movie was Home <laughs> but Again. But you had like three minutes to the say The last movie was didn't. Home Again. And honestly, I don't think the reviews for Nancy were that rave. But did you see Nancy in Architectural Digest? Yes, I did. I never clicked something so fast in my fucking life. I know, me too. Because I don't really have like um, an interior decor like go-to style if someone was like if someone came to like dream we're gonna make you your dream house what's your style like I don't fucking know like Rach Parcel yes Rach Parcel but that's not like you know an official art deco or like modern (laughs) contemporary for me it is yeah so um when I saw Nancy Myers, I was like, oh my, that's my style. It's very coastal grandmother, actually. She is the coastal grandmother, and that is your style, and I feel like you've realized that recently. Yes. Um, so I but fucking, coastal grandmother is an aesthetic. Yes. But so I literally ran to Architectural Digest. I've never been on that website before in my entire life. I actually did it on my computer. Like, I didn't even think my phone could do it justice. Um, and you know what I noticed about Nancy Myers? She loves a ranch. She doesn't like homes with stairs. Relatable queen. Relatable queen. It was beautiful. Yeah. 
really, I highly recommend going to check it out. Now back to like Belle. Yeah, and back to Rach. I do think Architectural <laughs> Digest should do Rach's house. I completely agree. Digest. I completely agree. Yeah. Like and if Architectural Digest really wants to be like on the trigger of what's going on in society and culture and design, they would know that Rach Parcell's home is like where it is at and needs to be photographed. Even though like, she photographed it for her own website and it was just as good. I know, but it's just like, you want that AD stamp of approval and maybe like, because you know, they like to do like new homes, like they could do Emily Jackson's new right, home. Right, her sister's about to like build this big house. It looks so gorgeous and Drew is building it and it's a, it's family a Parcel affair. family affair. You know what it is? It's a Parcel family core memory. <laughs> We are actual losers, and <laughs> we are not okay. No, we're not okay. But this is cute. What is the age difference between Lake Bell and Chris Rock? I'm so Rock? glad you asked. I had the same question. He's 57. Okay. Surprising. She's 43. Age Love age-appropriate moments. They're both fully formed adult Adults. humans. This is great. I mean, we're never gonna like. We're never gonna get what we really. If it, even if they are like long term and in love forever, we're never gonna like really get to know them. They're both so private. We're not gonna really know what they're like as a couple. Yes, but like going to Giorgio Baldi is not the most subtle move. It's a thirsty move, yeah. It's not like the thirstiest. You know, it's not the Ivy, but it's not private. Like no, it's yeah. not a PDR. Yeah at a restaurant that we've never heard of. Yeah, this is really cute, and I'm really happy for them. And I just feel like. This might be the year of Chris Rock. Like, I feel like everyone's on his side. Mm-hmm. He's got a new lady. Mm-hmm. His ticket sales went through the roof after the Will Smith thing. Tickets, tickets, he, tickets. He's kind of like America's sweetheart right now. I love this. And I guess I would make Lake Bell like the first lady of America. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. Not to put too much pressure on them or anything. No, They're no. having a good time. There's only one couple we preserve our insane pressure for, and that's Craig and Paige. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a couple couples. I was going to say Craig and Peg. <laughs> Yeah. No, I was thinking about their couple name a few days ago. I don't know why. Crage. It's like, it's not good. Crage no. or Peg? Yeah. Mm. It's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. There's a couple couples that like, actually you think that and then ships sink all the time and I'm able to move on. Yeah, this was like a, our most recent one was Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, like yeah. that was a tough blow. But look, we're still standing. I'm still standing better than I ever did. I can never write that Feeling song. like a new survivor. I'm still sitting better than I have before. Speaking of someone who's got the music in him. Who? Ben Blatt? <laughs> Miles Teller's grandma campaigns for him to be the next James Bond. I know, by the way, I saw this story and I had never considered Miles Teller for this role. And now it's really all I can it's think about. It's the role he was born to play. Yeah. Miles Teller's grandma. Jackie, Jackie. It's the role he was born to play. <laughs> Miles Teller's grandma believes the actor would be perfect as the next James Bond now that Daniel Craig has retired from the role. Has he? Yeah, this has been like a big question. And by the way, I think at the end of the day, Daniel Craig's going to wind up doing another movie. But it's been a big question for 15 years. Yeah. And we're always theorizing who it could be. And there's been a lot of great names put forward. But I think this is the one. Yeah, well, because, okay. So when Wait, can I yeah, tell sorry. you what she tweeted on Wednesday? Oh, she has a Twitter? She tweeted, they're looking for an actor to replace Daniel Craig for future 007 movies. I think my grandson, Miles Teller, has proven that he has everything oh. they're looking for. <laughs> Talent, looks, strength, worldwide appeal, and oh so cool. It's true. He can be that guy. Wouldn't he be great? Yes. Oh this First of all. Yes, Leona Flowers. This is so earnest, like the way she wrote. I die. Yeah. Second of all, by the way, I completely agree, and I had never really thought about it, because we've been having this conversation for so many years, and Daniel Craig is like kind of being like clickbait shit starter, like pick me like energy. Tom Brady. No, I'm not going to do another one. Okay. Psych. I'll like, do another one. It's so annoying. And so for a while, like 10 years ago, when he was actually, like for the first time, said he might not return, Idris Elba's name was floated as like the guaranteed uh-huh. next. But now it's like Idris Elba is the same age as Daniel Craig. They're both getting old. Like it doesn't solve the problem. So for so long, I was like, when he's done, it's going to be Idris, Idris. But now it's like too much time has passed and taking on someone, not to be ageist, but like older, doesn't solve the problem. Right. We only still get like a few movies and then we're back. So I do think they should go younger, but not too young because like 007 has to have some experience. Right. So we need to reset. Yes. So, Miles Teller is an amazing choice. Um, I think if Bond wanted to capitalize on the momentum of, like, Top Gun, they should, like, do that soon. But also, maybe it's too similar, but you know who I kind of see now that I'm thinking about it? Glenn Powell. Okay, he would be great. But Taron Egerton, even Mm. though, like, the Kingsman might be too similar. Yeah. But he was giving Bond energy in that. He was. Also, some fans responded to Grandma's tweet saying that he's not British and, you know... 
Bond is Brit. Taranis. And she wrote, he could make you think he was from Great Britain. And lots of Europeans have played Americans. He studied acting, which includes accents. He'd be great. It's, she's so logical. She has, she has an answer for everything. Rational queen. Like, no, you're right. He's literally an actor. That's why he would act British. <laughs> she's like, are you new here? Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah, like, it's called acting. Look it up. Um, but this is always just a fun conversation to like think of who I guess really it should be someone British. That's a fair point that person made. Um, (laughs) and I think Taryn Edgerton could do it. I think that's a pretty good call, but it does feel like he would be really pigeonholing himself into like one genre. But he was also Elton. He was also Elton. Yeah. Maybe Bond could do a musical number. He's very musical, Taryn. And he's also in the Sing movies. Is he? Yeah, I believe so. Because the version of I'm Still Standing that I like to listen to is is from Sing. It's Taryn. You're right. So um, Miles is always a great choice. Like, you're never going to be like, oh, I wish I didn't cast Miles Teller because he's always going to deliver. But you know who it's going to be? Who gets the British actor who gets put in everything? Dominic West. By the way, (laughs) Jackie, totally. (laughs) You're 100 percent. You're you're literally 100% right. That's who it's going to be at the end of the day. Even though this is going to be because like a he mean thing. every role, but I do want to say, and we said it, but Dominic West was very lovely in, in Downton 2. Yes, my only thing, and this might be like a little harsh, but people have been saying this about women, so I don't feel bad. He's not really like good looking enough. Because like he's obviously a movie star, he's handsome, but he's not like that um, like Hollywood face. Do you know what I mean? Miles Teller is the Hollywood face. Mm-hmm. That was mean. I'm sorry. But like he's just not. It's okay. I don't think he's going to hear it. <laughs> no, but Jackie, I cannot believe Actually, he I might. Can, I can't believe you like 100% just predicted who Bond is going to be. Like, it's literally 100% going to be Dominic, Dominic West. And we're all going to like be like begrudgingly going to see it. And then we'll be like, oh, he was kind of good. Yeah. I've never seen a Bond movie in my life. What? But I keep, but yeah. I want to. Sorry, I guess that's not that crazy. I've only seen like one. I'm interested. Yeah, I saw 007. You know, but anytime, like, we were looking for movies this weekend, and I would suggested Skyfall, because I haven't seen it, but everyone else has seen it, so I'm, I have to literally watch them all by myself. No, honestly, like, I really don't think you need to see them. Eh, I think I get the point. Yeah, we were, like, on, we were trying to get, like, our Miles Teller fix this weekend. Every time we, like, went to go look for a movie, we would just, like, type in Miles Teller. Yeah. But you know what? Also, with all the new movies coming out, and I know, like, we're glad the movie industry is, like, getting back on its feet, but, like, there's really no reason July 4th weekend why, like, Elvis and Top Gun shouldn't have been available for purchase on Amazon Prime or something or iTunes. Like, it's annoying. It's really annoying. And they put it up for pre-order. And it's like... So you see it, you're like, oh, my God, I can watch Elvis pre-order who's pre-ordering a movie it's also like it's such an archaic model that it has to go to the theaters and then you can Mm -hmm. get it at home like we're living in 2022 like we could do both no and if it's like for monetary reasons make it what cost what is it like 15 20 dollars a ticket for movies all right so let's say three of us are watching what i pay 60 dollars for a movie well i don't know you could charge more kind of how they did mulan yeah i think it was like 50 bucks yeah yeah i would do it i really wanted to watch elvis Top Gun? I've seen it. Oh, right. Well, anyways, I'm with Grandma. I'm with Grandma, too. Hashtag Miles for Bond. Miles for Bond. Love that. Are you ready for our next story? It's just, like, now kind of hitting me that Miles' name is Miles. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. no one ever calls him Miles. He's Miles Teller. Yeah. So I guess I just never really... He's a firsty-lasty. He's a firsty-lasty. So I never really sat down and thought about the fact that his name is Miles. And now that you're thinking about it, what do you think? It just makes me think differently of the name because, like, whenever people around me are like having babies and they're like going through names, Miles sometimes comes up, and I'm like, "That was me." Yeah, sorry, I don't know if you were like going to use it, so like I didn't want (laughs) to. I don't think so. So, like, when you said it, I always think back to like the one Miles that like I knew growing up, and I hated the name, you know? Yeah. But it never really occurred to me that like that name is also Miles Teller's name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I think about? I think about the lyric, "Even though we're miles apart." No, and then also. Oh, I want to do. Jackie, and then also when Zac Efron is late, so she goes, even if we're miles and miles and miles and miles apart. That's literally, I think of that every single time. That's interesting. So. That's just a little bit about you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's a gorgeous name and a gorgeous man. Yeah. You should play James Bond. A hundred percent. Like, I just, you know that TikTok sound? I love this man. <laughs> No, I don't. It's, I think it's Tim Lovato speaking. That's funny. And that's literally how I feel about Miles Teller. And just like, let, let's not forget, like, we literally met him. Oh, yeah. At the Super Bowl. And he he recognized us? Yeah. Yeah, it was iconic. Iconic. Are you ready for our next story? No. Why not? 
Because the next story is brought to you by Olive and June Manny System. Oh, it's everything you. you need for salon quality manicure in one box. So you order the Olive and June Manny set. You can customize the system with your choice of six polishes. Their polishes are premium. They do not chip. They last seven days or more. And then when you break it down, you stop paying for manicures. You buy the manicure system. You're breaking it down to just $2 a manicure. There's nothing like a mood booster, like having fresh nails, mm. but it can get so expensive. And then you do it at home. You don't have the right products. And it's just like, that makes you really feel terrible about yourself. So it's super easy to get salon worthy nails at home with Olive and June. There's a huge difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself. And now with the Manny system, um, it's super affordable. They have everything you need. They have the, bu the buff, they have the cuticle oil. Of course, they're great polishes. They also have this silicone topper that you put on top of their nail polishes that really helps you steady your hand when you're doing your right hand. Cause obviously we can all do our left hands great. Then the right hand comes and it's just like looks like you bled all over yourself but their silicone topper stops that shakiness in your hand and it's really just it's premium and it really works you can visit oliveandjune.com slash tmt for 20 percent off your first manny system the, re the reason why i really like it is because like whenever i like i'm having a nail issue at home i never have like the right stuff you mm -hmm. know but that little kit it comes with everything a file a buff cuticle oil like Ooh, the cuticle the oil. cuticle oil i'm always like rubbing on my fingers right before bed it's just nice to have all that stuff in your house and you just buy the manny system their polishes are so nice so if you're going to a wedding you just need like a last minute just throw it in your suitcase it's really premium and again, oliveandjune.com slash TMT will get you 20% off your first Manny system. O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash TMT for 20% off your first Manny system. Great. Thank you. Adele is standing by her decision to cancel her Las Vegas residency. She says mm -hmm. it wasn't good enough. So Adele was on BBC Radio 4's Desert Island Discs, and she's talking about the Vegas gate. She said, quote, I definitely felt everyone's disappointment and I was devastated and I was frightened about letting them down. And I thought I could pull it together and make it work and I couldn't. And I stand by that decision. She added that the backlash was brutal and left her as a shell of a person for a couple months. Despite receiving venomous, a venomous response from disappointed fans and possibly wasting tons of cash on the show's production, the singer refused to budge. She said, quote, you can't buy me. You can't buy me for nothing. I'm not going to just do a show because I have to or because people are going to be let down or because we're going to lose loads of money. I'm like, the show's not good enough. While it was billed as a postponement, she has yet to create concrete plans for makeup shows. She said, quote, I'm not going to update you if I got if I ain't got nothing to update you with, because that just leads to more disappointment. It's like I I respect her, you know, quest for perfection. But this is like a little rude, like just like it, it, literally acknowledging the disappointment from her fans. People like spending so much money on tickets, on flights. Some people were already there by the time she because she announced it like really close to the performance. Mm -hmm. So. It's just giving like a little rude, like yeah, it's a little rude. I think the only you know thing that she should really be concerned with because there's a lot of different like factors that go into a cancellation. I think a lot of people are disappointed, but I think like really like those fans who paid so much, who you know flew across the country, who got the sitter, like that's who it's really sad for. Yeah, and like while I do respect like taking a stance and like digging your heels in, it's just giving like a little. Like a little ungrateful, you know? Like, and just not even acknowledging, like, the fact that, like, I saw so many TikToks of people who literally found out the show was being canceled, like, while on the plane. Yeah. So it's just, like, so many people spending, like, so much money to see, like, their icon. And, of course, things don't work out. And if the show wasn't ready, like she says, yada, yada, yada. But, like... <sighs> It's to, just so hard to, to like, believe to, to think about how unready it could be. Like the show is her, right? She doesn't so, do backup dancers. There's not crazy lights. I mean, so she the reason why she was on BBC Radio is because her Hyde Park show was this weekend. I saw it all over TikTok. People have been talking about it for months, and of course, it was incredible. And she was literally just standing there singing. Right. So really, I can't imagine what else. That's why it's like hard to, to believe. Believe. Not I would have I a. I would have an easy time understanding like. And she would never do this, but like Taylor Swift, like the pyrotechnics, the dancers, the singers, the sets, like it's, it's, she always says like her shows are a full production because she always says like, you never know who's coming to the show. Sometimes obviously it's super fans, people's parents, people got dragged there and she was like, there's something for everyone. You can appreciate the dancing, the singing, the, the sets, the pyrotechnics. So, or like Katy Perry doing the most. Have you seen Katy Perry's Vegas show? There's a big ass toilet and a big shit comes out of it. And there's a man like with toilet paper, like it's. You're She's lying. Too, no, you haven't seen that? Everyone's no. like, it's so camp. I'm like, is camp gross? <laughs> yeah, no, there's like a literal camp taking a shit in the woods. Yeah, she like literally um, like slides out of the toilet like a piece That's of duty. That's disgusting. Yeah, for sure. That's but, disgusting. No, what I'm saying, they could get this big ass toilet in Vegas. I what you're saying, but we do need to focus on the toilet. So especially seeing her Hyde Park performance, which was 
understated, beautiful. It was outside. Like, she didn't need anything. It is difficult to understand how, like, Vegas couldn't get, you know, the lights on. Yeah. That that part is weird. And also, like, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm using that phrase a lot. And I'm, like, on Love Island. But, because people on this reality... This week, a hot new bombshell enters the villa. I'm picking this boy because... I have no one else to choose. And at the end of the day. And at the the end of the day, like, this isn't a huge deal. In the grand scheme of things, you know, it's a concert that didn't work out. In the scope of the Big Bang. When you zoom out, she did the show. Yeah. You know? But the whole thing is so smelly. Yes. That it's, like, really become, like, a stain on her reputation. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's... It seems to be indicative of a larger issue. Yeah. And everyone kind of feels that way. Yeah. No, you're definitely right that it's a stain because it's so rare. That's and some, bizarre. It's bizarre. This just like doesn't and happen. The way show went, business. The show must go on. The like, way it went down is bizarre too because you know what? Like how do you only realize like the day before that the show is not ready? Right. And, I mean, and a show that again is like a one woman show. Yeah. But you know, there's orchestra and wardrobe yeah. and whatnot. But, like, she's the type of artist where it's like, you know, Katy Heron, when the music stops, like, she can just keep singing. Right, no, and it makes me really think of Katy Perry's documentary, Part of Me. Like, if Katy Perry can do a show in Rio after her husband literally called her five minutes before and told him he wanted a divorce, then Adele could get her fucking ass up and sing in Vegas. That's so funny that you remember that documentary, like, backwards and forwards, because I saw it and Oh, it's one of my, like, favorite. I I always mention it in my celebrity documentary. Like, I saw it in theaters, and then I never saw it again, and honestly, I forgot what I saw. It was extremely raw, and her grandma, like, you don't remember, she literally was, like, doing the biggest show of her life in Rio, and she's in her dressing room, and her husband literally calls her, and is like, I want a divorce, babe. And she's like, what? And then she's literally hysterically crying, doing her hair and makeup, and goes on stage and delivers a performance of a lifetime. That was, like, peak Katy Katy Perry era. Yeah. Katy Perry. Yeah. So if she can do that, like, we all, we can do anything. You can get your fucking ass up and work. So the thing, like, so to, suffice to say that at the end of the day. It feels like it's connected to something right, bigger. Right, and that she probably could have done one show. and And then been like, you know what, the show isn't what I want it to be. I'm going to cancel the rest and I'll come back and try again. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's important to remember, like, an Adele show is Adele. It's not this, like, big spectacle. Yeah. And uh, like, that's what I was thinking when I was watching her Hyde Park TikToks. Like, she literally looked gorgeous just in a simple black dress. No big dancers or lights or screens behind her. Just Adele. Mm-hmm. And people, like, were gagged, crying, screaming, throwing up. Yeah. So, I don't understand. So, it seems like there's more to the story, hence the smelliness yeah. and the stain. And I really think it would behoove her to stop talking about it. Because every time we, like, talk about it again, I'm reminded of how bizarre it is. Yeah. So yeah. she really needs to stop. And that even though, like, it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, it just, like, is indicative it of... It makes you think. ...of the bigger situation. It something makes you think. nefarious afoot. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story, which is a follow-up to a story from Thursday, which really shouldn't be a big deal, yet, nevertheless, we persist. <laughs> Olivia O'Brien says that she never dated Pete Davidson. Wait, Have what? you heard... I heard that Pete Davidson, like... Pete, Pete Davidson's rep told Page Six on Wednesday after Olivia O'Brien was on the BFFs. BFF's podcast saying that he broke up with her over text. Then Pete's rep said, there's no truth to this. They were friends and hung out a few times. Now Olivia O'Brien posted on her Instagram story saying, news outlets are taking things I said in an interview after being asked a very specific question way out of context. I never claimed to date anyone. Stop trying to start weird drama over me texting someone two years ago. Jesus Christ. And then she said, watch the interview or shut your mouth at all the news outlets posting fake stories about me. Well, that's fair because I was talking about it and I didn't even see the interview. So right, I but, saw like a tiny clip. But we did have the quote, which was, um, first they brought up the Dumois item. Then she said she didn't think anyone knew about that and that it happened a long time ago. I guess like none of those things said I dated Pete Davidson. Yeah. Hmm. So these two didn't date. But they texted, and he then he was dating Phoebe in a more serious way. Honestly, it's exactly what I said happened. Right, like he it's wasn't exactly doing anything nefarious. But I do, it must be annoying for Olivia to like, because now it's making it seem like she's a thirst monster. She went on this podcast talking about Pete Davidson, who's dating Kim Kardashian, and then Pete had to be like, bitch, I literally don't know who this person is, and I never dated her. And he it makes her look bad. That, but no, yeah, but it makes her it look does. bad. But I don't, I don't think ill of her after this. I can see how the miscommunication happened, and I actually was the one who sorted through it last week. Yeah. I could see how this mis- miscommunication happened as well. Um... But this is unfortunate for Olivia, for sure. Yeah. Because it, it just, it, it makes her, like, look weird. 
<laughs> like and like thirsty you know what I mean yes but, but I and know. she's like fighting back being like no I'm literally not yeah no but, but I, people don't care like they just read the headlines yeah yeah but I personally know she didn't mean it that way no and I'm I'm this doesn't change how I feel about Olivia O'Brien if anything like I just feel like a little sympathy for her now because like this sucks yeah it's like it's embarrassing but she's in the press and now it's two days in a row of talking about her on the toast mm-hmm. like you know there's pros and cons to everything there's no such thing as bad press no and as far as bad press goes this really isn't a big deal yeah. but it's just like a little funny and and weird no it's embarrassing for everyone involved <laughs> I hope that it was worth it fucking Jocelyn yeah, and I'm glad that you shared with me um, the the story of Olivia O'Brien. The story of Olivia O'Brien, because now I I, I stand completely. Yeah, yeah. But just making sure that was the right word. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story that's brought to you by Honey. Do you think that that that's? Yeah, and I think that really every story can be brought to you by Honey. That's how pertinent to your situation Honey is. Now listen up. Listen up. Honey is giving very Canva Pro. Like, I really don't feel like I need to explain to you why you need honey. Because, like, what I... It's like me me forcing you to better your life. Like, just do and it. save money. So here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button will simply drop down. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons. And within a few seconds, Honey is searching for coupons it can find on that website. And if it finds a working coupon, you will watch the price drop. I have used Honey for years and years and years. Makeup, clothing, tech, food, literally every website. It's free when you use our link download the browser extension and then you're shopping you even forget you have it before you press checkout this little man pops up he's like the little honey gold coin he's like hey girly want to save some money press click apply coupons take a sip of your water by the time you come back they found a coupon that works i used to manually research like uh, promo code for and it's like takes forever and it's none of them ever work honey will do all the work for you and it's in an instant you're saving so much money honey has saved people so much money you can add Honey to your iPhone too now. Do you know that? No. Yeah, you just enable it on Safari and you find savings on the go. Oh my God, I don't have to be a grandma like only yeah. shopping on my computer. Right. So if you don't already have Honey, you are straight up missing out. It is free to install and it da- downloads in seconds. You'll be doing yourself a solid and we would never recommend something we don't use. We have been Honey girlies long before they were a sponsor on the show. So you can get Honey for free when you go to joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. I don't really um, feel the need to explain myself further. Like, if you're if you're not going to take yeah. control of, of yourself and better your life, like, there's not much I can do for you. No, literally, I shop so much online, yeah, exclusively, almost, and Honey is there with me everywhere I go. Honey is that bitch, has always been that bitch, will always be that bitch. Yes. Now, our fifth and final story is a bit of a throwback. Mm. Some Bachelor alum news. Okay. Someone we haven't spoken about in so long is engaged. Okay. Chase McNary <gasps> is engaged to Ellie White. Those thighs. Remember the thighs? Yep. On Instagram on Saturday, he announced his engagement to his girlfriend. He shared the news alongside moments from the romantic proposal occurring in Breckenridge, Colorado, including Aww. a shot of himself getting down on one knee. That is so sweet. I, I know. didn't see that for him because, like, he entered a like, major fuckboy era afterwards, like with Robbie Hayes, like being losers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of like stopped keeping up with him because even though his thighs were gorgeous, it just wasn't enough to keep me interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's nice to know, like, he has you know settled down. Right. Oh my God. I'm thrilled for him yeah I'm really happy for him too and you know what like I mean it just is such a throwback to like those days when we were so immersed in bachelor uh-huh. life and I think that like when you get so famous from a show you're gonna inevitably of course do your thing human nature it's human nature but now he's and some people never claw life. out of that like yeah, yeah so I'm happy he got to like have fun I'm sure he was like you know hooking up with a lot of girls in his dms and all that so he had his fun and now he's gonna settle down and I love that I yeah. really he was like one of my favorites on Jojo season yeah he was one of my favorites like ever <laughs> like of men from the franchise and I remember like literally when he- I'll never like not laugh at the memory of him getting sent home. He was being so funny. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, yes. He was like cursing and drinking <laughs> in the, like, in the in truck. Van. Yeah. Um, and then he went on Paradise, and he was he's just like really handsome, and I was very taken by him, and I thought for sure he was going like all the way, but he made it to top four or something. Um, and so that's nice. That's nice. Really, really nice. Oh, I'm so happy for him. What is his girlfriend like? Do you know anything about her? Uh, yes, I believe that. Well. Based on this article, I didn't really know he was in such a serious relationship. I followed him a little while ago. She is a designer. Oh, nice interior, fashion, coastal grandmother. You, well, if you look at her look from the engagement, it's getting oh, coastal grandmother. Oh, she's very stylish. Yeah, she looks like Meghan Markle from the back. Oh, totally. Very cute. Very cute. I think this is lovely. I'm so what a random fifth and final. Random fifth and final. Also, like speaking of those back in the days of Bachelor, we never even talked about this. Jo- Joe and Jordan got married. Got married. Finally, mm-hmm. they're nice. And also, have you seen Blake and Giannina like all over social media? 
have. <laughs> and, and also, and you know, they, they I say, just need to clarify because we were talking about that show, like All X, Star Island. Yeah. And I thought that they went on together because we knew that they were dating, but they, they met, met there. on that show. But they filmed and, it a while ago because now, now they've been together for like eight I months. I know, and just one of them posted like a carousel of yes, images. I saw. And it's like, oh my God, they've done so much stuff together. They're like really in a relationship. Yeah. They do say if you have nothing nice to say, like don't say it. And I, I'm all for people being happy, so I hate to be like, you know what, I'm just not going to. Like, okay. You yeah. guys know what I think. Like, you know. You, literally, if you know me, like, you know. Yeah. I want my butterflies back. That was like... The first season of Love is Blind was literally like a cultural shift. Yeah. And now that I think about it, like who from that show is still like Giannina is obviously like still making a name for herself. Yeah. Obviously the Hamiltons will always be. I think a lot of people have like settled in their roles as influencers. Right. Like the Hamiltons have like a pop in YouTube channel called the Hamiltons. Mm -hmm. And then of course, Amber and Barnett who are very much like, you know, influencers. Are they? I don't, I don't think I follow anyone from. Mark um, has a, I think like a second or third baby on the way. Yes. Yes. I did see that. Yeah. I haven't heard from Jessica, but I do believe she's probably scarred from the I And I think she's like engaged or good like that was not a good time for her no who else was on the show oh damien then they all like kind of came back in this love is blind too it was weird yeah um wow okay well those were the fast five stories i feel as though you needed to know them it does feel like a lifetime ago when we like gave a shit about the bachelor i know and now i think was like the last good season of the bachelor well it's hard because i do think like hannah brown's season was probably good but we didn't watch it right um then there was peter's season which, which was the biggest waste of my time on the planet. Like, I, the reason why I have a grudge towards Peter Weber is because of all the time he stole from me. Yeah. And then after Peter, it was Claire Crawl. That's when I think things got bad. Like, the choice to have it be Claire when there was, like, all these girls from Peter's right. season who people really enjoyed. Right. Hannah um, Ann. Hannah Ann's doing really well, too. I think she has a man who plays yeah, for the Rams. Yeah, yeah, And she, like, put, like, makes a lot of premium content. Content. She's, like, does recipes. And videos. Yeah, she seems to be at a good place in her life. She seems to be a very good chef. Then it's also so crazy to think about, like, the OG girls in the career, like, the Becca Tilly, Amanda Stan, who have, like, full-fledged, like, poppin' careers. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting. But then it's also interesting, like, to see the girls who tried it and failed. You know, yeah. but I don't, there's not really that many people who like hit like a million followers or whatever who aren't successful influencers right. right now. No, but like when I think of like OG, when I think of like the most successful influencers from the franchise, I think of Becca and Amanda. Yep, Lauren. Lauren, right? But she's even though you don't even she's associate, so disassociated you from don't the even franchise. Associate her, Lauren. That's true. Lane. I literally forgot. JoJo. JoJo. Yeah, their wedding looked really nice. Yeah, it did. And like very pretty. And I feel like the franchise like did them dirty because like we all thought like during the season and after that they were like shady and and thirsty and fake and it turns out they're like lovely people who are so in love mm-hmm. same with Ari and Lauren like ever they oh made us hate Ari and Lauren so much and they're just nice people yeah no and they're very you know successful influencers yes. too as like a family mm-hmm. there's a lot of really successful famous like Jaden Tanner Jaden Tanner just yeah. doing their thing yeah crazy mm-hmm um, so those are the past five. You definitely did not need to know any of them. No, but now you do. And you did need to know that Miles Teller's grandma is a pee jow. Yeah. That I didn't know. And you kind of needed to know that Lake Bell and Chris Rock were an item. Because it's like, what? And you needed to have the inside track that Dominic West will be playing James right, Bond. Right, So that's our show. Mm-hmm. There'll be another one tomorrow. And there's a new episode of The Redheads if you're feeling RDH that this episode is ending. And Claudia's on it. So it's very, the energy toasty. is toasty. Even though The Redheads is always toasty. And we always have a really amazing time. And the girls are so wonderful. And the books are sometimes really great, like this month. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast and Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Wire Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Toast. Leave a star review about how beautiful setting it's Mario. Have an amazing, amazing day. And yes. we'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. Bye. Bye.